Welcome to the Be Your Own Badass podcast, a show dedicated to helping overwhelmed women stop people-pleasing and learn how to live their life guilt-free for putting themselves first. I'm your host, Sarah Catherine, and it's time to live a life on your terms. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Be Your Own Badass podcast. I'm Sarah Catherine, self-discovery coach, author, and host of the show, where my goal is to help you stop people-pleasing and overall feel empowered to make decisions for yourself to create a life that feels authentically aligned with you. So in today's episode, as I had mentioned in the first episode of this month, we are going to have Q&A episodes that are kind of mini episodes. Oh my gosh, I just said the word episode a gazillion times. That Okay, we're not going to say that again, (laughs) but for today's show, I am going to be answering a question that was submitted to me via Instagram, and once a month, I plan on doing this kind of Q&A style where I answer one question that was submitted to me specifically for this episode. There I go with that word again, (laughs) and there's a few different ways that you can submit these questions. Sometimes I post them in my stories, like literally just say, hey, ask me your question. I want to feature it in an episode. You can also simply DM me on Instagram. You can also go to my website at sarahcatherine.com. That's Sarah with no H, Catherine with a K. So sarahcatherine.com slash badass question, and you can submit one there. You can also submit an audio file of yourself asking the question, and you'll be able to have a chance to be featured on my podcast specifically with your question or if you would like to remain anonymous that's totally cool too either way these are going to be unscripted responses to your questions like I have not written anything down for today's question I it's honestly like 11 o'clock at night and I've just been batching a few episodes I had an interview earlier today that's going to be airing next month in August So for today's episode, I had asked some people on Instagram what they would like answered. And this is actually a question I get a lot in my DMs anyway, so I'm really glad it was asked. Jessica Fay 508 asked, how did you begin your journey as a writer? What advice would you give to aspiring authors? So like I mentioned, I have not written anything down as a script or anything like that. So this is going to just be off-the-cuff improvised response to this. So beginning my journey as a writer, for those of you who are new here and if you didn't know this, I actually have three books currently published and a fourth one coming soon in December 2021. And what's really interesting is that they all kind of started in a same way way, which was an unconventional way of getting a book published. And I'll go into that in just a moment. But when people ask me how I got published and like what the journey was for me, I feel kind of bad because I can't give them a typical answer. I didn't go through agencies. I didn't even pitch something myself. Like the most recent book that I have coming out in December, The Self-Discovery Journal, is the closest thing I've had to any type of pitch, but it wasn't even my idea originally. And again, I'll go into that in a little bit, but as a little bit of a background, I have loved writing since I can remember. I was that kind of obnoxious person in like fifth grade when we were writing short stories about our own little character on the Oregon Trail or something like that that was like really proud of her writing and always wanted it to be shared to the rest of the class and like to be honest I no shame 
my stuff was good. <laughs> People have been saying that like fifth, fifth grade year old me was good. But I mean, writing has always been a strength of mine. Like that's something that's come naturally for me. And it did start as a creative writing, like passion. And none of my books that I've published have been creative fiction or anything like that. They've actually all been nonfiction, which is kind of funny to think about. But growing up throughout um, like middle school and high school, the more the internet and like forums and blogs and stuff like that came into play, the more I was exploring writing outside of school. And I had a pretty cool class in like seventh grade. Our English class was really focused on creative writing. So I was able to explore a lot of that side of me during that time of my life. But also on, I don't know if anyone knew about this or remembers this website, but there was a website called Quizilla. And it used to have um, quizzes and short stories and poems and it was just this collaborative creative platform for people to come in it was like pre-buzzfeed quizzes so I would make quizzes all the time I would write stories all the time I had and I'm just gonna say it I wrote fan fiction and (laughs) I can't believe I just said that I actually recently like somehow found some of the old fan fiction that I had written back in middle school. I think it was middle school. This may have bled into high school, but yes, it was Harry Potter fan fiction. Yes, it was about Cedric Diggory, which is honestly surprising to me because he wasn't even like my favorite. I just used him because he was easy. Like he was not, he wasn't easy. He was different from like what most people were writing about at the time like most people would write about Malfoy or the Weasley twins or something like that what a wild time that's all I've got to say but I recently found that because it was on this website called Miba and it wasn't bad for fan fiction it really wasn't that bad I'm actually kind of surprised like reading it I was like oh this is actually written well but it utter nonsense like the subject and the whole story is utter nonsense Um, but after that there was also this website called Young Writers Society and that was really more like actually geared towards submitting content and chapters and stories and short stories and poems and like getting constructive feedback from the writing community on there and that was really cool and I think that website still exists but I really use that one to explore more of the fiction writing side that I really liked doing and honestly I was writing fiction for fun all the way through probably the beginning of college there is still this story in my head that for the last over 10 years I've kind of just had in my head and I had written it down and now like it was based off of a dream I had like a very small like piece of a dream which sounds kind of like how Fifty Shades of Grey started, but I promise this is nothing like that. Um, But it kind of now seems a little bit like what a lot of other young adult fiction, fantasy type novels are. But who knows, maybe someday I will get back into it. I just simply do not have time to add that to my plate if I were to try and explore that. But who knows, who knows? But anyway, that is kind of the beginning of my writing journey and 
as I got out of high school, so I graduated high school and then I went to community college um, before going off to the Disney College program and my and like a fully four year university for my bachelor's. I was talking to some people and then got recommended to start a blog. And this was in 2011, 2012, kind of when blogging was at its like early stages-ish, I guess you could say. Um, And I had started it because I was going into marketing for school and someone said that it's a really good combination of marketing and writing. So to just write about something that I really like and I was like, okay, I really like Disney and I want to do that. So I started this Disney blog, which was honestly, and then it turned into a Disney college program blog and it got pretty big to be honest, like within the Disney college program community, this was like, like at the beginning of the first few years that like people were really blogging and video blogging. I had a YouTube channel and everything. Literally, if you look up the Disney den, that's me. (laughs) and I so I had this blog that actually got pretty popular I had a few blog posts that went viral I had thousands of followers on tumblr which is another like site that like remember when kind of situation but the reason why I'm going into all of this is because this is where my first book came from One day when I was in college, I got this random email from a small publisher on the East Coast called Theme Park Press, and he said that he had found my blog about my Disney College program experience. By then, I had done the program, and then I had kind of transitioned that site to be advice to help other people do the program and my like share my experience and answer questions and that kind of a thing, and he found it and said that he had been curating a group of alum like college program alumni people so for full disclaimer if you have no idea what i'm talking about the disney college program is an opportunity for people who are in college currently to go live and work at one of the disney parks whether in disney world or or california in disneyland and i actually even though i'm from california i went to disney world um, and i worked there but um, before coming to Disneyland and finishing out college here. But he was gathering different people who also had done the college program because he had one book that was published already under his um, publishing company that was all about, it was called Amber Earns Her Ears, and it was all about this girl Amber's experience in the Disney college program. She did two programs, so she talked about both of those, and apparently it did well And it did well enough for that he wanted to make it into a series. So he was reaching out to various people who had websites and were already talking about their experience that had a following. And mine was book number three, Sarah Earns Her Ears, is my book. And so if you're ever curious about what it's like to work at Disney World in the Disney College program, all of my stories, my anecdotes of training there, living there, going to the parks, random stories with my friends, like it's a little memoir of my time there. And the whole process there was with this book was very different than my most recent three books. Um, The way it came about was actually very similar with my other three, but this one, 
I was also balancing college and then working part-time at Disneyland at the time. So not only did I have to be very careful with what I said because Disney is very conscientious about what you do and don't say, it's not as bad as like random BuzzFeed articles say online. And I didn't work in entertainment or anything. So nothing I said was quote ruining the magic. But and I had managers at my job like reading the book and talking about it like they didn't care. So I was fine with everything I wrote. It wasn't some expose drama thing about Disney. It was literally just my experience. And throughout that, um, I just basically had to write a certain amount of words by specific deadlines. Like he just said, can I get this amount of words? Um, word count by the state, that kind of a thing. And I had to extend some of my deadlines a couple of times um, just because school got overwhelming when it came to the workload and like balancing it all was very challenging for me. And this was like 2015, I think. So then it published either in January, early January 2015 or 2016. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, But yeah, so I've published my first book before I even graduated college, which is insane um, and really cool. And it was just an absolute dream come true because it was something that I'd always wanted to do. It did not come about in a way that I thought it would, um, but I'm so grateful that it did because that experience helped me with the next books that came into my life. And these books these most recent three books that I've written all within the last two or three years, to be honest, I've averaged like one writing one book a year for the last two and a half years or so, which is like, like, what the heck? What even is my life? Um, But the same approach happened. I had started this, my current business started out as a blog and was all about um, my personal growth journey and like reading different books, writing like you are a badass, writing reviews about that, my advice of what I was learning throughout my journey, as well as being very transparent about my mental health journey and everything like that. And it's obviously transitioned to something different now. Like it's definitely not what it used to be. I don't even blog much um, or at all anymore. Um, I focus on the podcast and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, this site started out and I just did what I knew I did best because I retired the Disney Den in around 2016, 2017 or something like that because I didn't really feel like talking about the college program anymore. I had been writing about it and talking about it and stuff like that for like four or five years and I felt like the there was plenty of other opportunities for other people to talk about it at that point and I didn't really have anything new so I started channeling that energy into something else and that was personal development and self-care and self-confidence and everything like that and because that was something new to me and I do really well when I I process things really well when I write them and I also really like helping people like one thing I really learned through that first blog was I really enjoy helping people um, solve a problem that they have because at the time it was people applying for the college program and I had so many people tell me that my blog posts, my YouTube videos and things like that were what helps them get in and when it comes to the college program, the applicants are so this is a dream. Like this is an ultimate, like if you can think of one of the biggest dreams that you have, 
the opportunity to work at Disney through this college program is huge. And I've felt that in myself. I was once in that place. So I understand how much weight bears upon that kind of a situation. Um, And to have been able to help other people with it, like achieve that was just, just one of the best feelings in the world. And so I wanted to be able to do that again, but in a new way with this new in personal growth and, and all that kind of stuff that I talk about now. And then randomly in 20, oh gosh, 2019, 2018, I don't remember off the top of my head. I think it was 2018. I got an email from a publisher but this time it was Adams Media, who is an imprint for Simon and Schuster. Like, I am on. I it's been a few years, and I still can't wrap my head around the fact that I am on Simon and Schuster's website. Like, oh my god, I I'm I'm honestly getting emotional because I don't really like sit and think about this sometimes. But oh man. They came to me with an idea for a guided self-confidence journal called I'm Awesome, Here's Why. And it was going to have over 110 prompts, both a mix of, it's like a balance of things that you can do in real life and take action for, or like write in the book. And it's like half guided journal, half activity book. And there's a introduct like 5,000 word introductory chapter all about self-confidence and when it comes to that. And it was a big project and I was on tighter deadline. Like I was on real deadlines. Like I actually, I, I couldn't really fudge it much. I did um, ask for a longer like timeline and then what they had originally given me and thank god they did they gave me like an extra month because originally they only wanted me to write it in like two months and I was like can I do it in three because I have a full-time job like that kind of a thing so through the, the process for this and I've had to do this for every single one of my books so the other books that I have are called be happy be calm be you And that is a mindfulness journal for teens. That one was actually a kind of revival of a previous book that they had written years ago. And then they wanted to convert it into and like revise the content and convert it into a guided journal. So that um, that was published. Ooh, I think the beginning of last year. All these dates are kind of muddled in my head, but then this one in particular that's coming out in December is called the Self-Discovery Journal, and they had come to me literally saying that they wanted to do something um, called the Little Book of Self-Discovery, and the name has changed because the direction of the content within the book has changed. It's still about self-discovery, but it's definitely more of a journal based compared to what had been previously proposed, and this one is much more... Well, first of all, I had one month to write Be Happy, Be Calm, Be You, which was wild. But it was more doable because we were, it was during the pandemic. So I was at home. I was also working from home. So I didn't have a commute. So that took away some time that like I could add to that. And I was working off of previously written content. Like I wasn't starting from scratch. 
And the self-discovery journal, I had two months to do it. And that one I had to kind of ask for some extra, a few, a couple extra weeks for that too, because I had built some momentum with my business and I did not want to stop compared to the last couple times that I wrote. I just, I didn't stop. I mean, I did stop. I took hiatuses on my business um, when I was writing because I would also have a full-time job. So balancing all of that can be really tough. But this most recent time, I did not stop. And whew, man, I went over that in the most recent solo episode about the inner critic, but that was quite a journey. <laughs> I learned a lot about that. But anyway, the process when it comes to writing these books is for me, I've shown this on my Instagram story and you can actually see it in the highlight. I believe I included it in the book number four highlight, but they give you a deadline and you have specific deadlines where you need to turn in either like 25% or 50%, 75%, hundred percent of the draft. And first you, I mean, hold on, let me take a step back. They propose a topic for this book. They come to you and they're like, we have this idea. We think you would be a good fit. I've gotten actually like two more proposals in the past than what I've actually written. Like I've gotten five books total um, pitched to me and two of them I had to say no to either for timing or like it just didn't feel aligned or something like that. But the process each time is okay. I agree to explore this book idea um, and then they have me write a few samples so I have to write like three maybe five exercises or prompts because each of them are guided journals and as well as a little intro so that they can get the tone and my approach because each book has a little bit of a slightly different tone because it's targeting different people or has a different audience and yeah, so then I do that. I submit it to them. Sometimes they need revisions before they submit it to their team that they like propose it to their team that does the approvals. And then they come back to me and they say each time they've said, yes, we want to move forward with it. This is the deadline. We're writing the contract, blah, blah, blah. And uh, they they give you the um, advance amount and like all this stuff. And I've actually, the one of the scariest things I've done is actually negotiated a little bit of a higher advance for my second book. That was very scary. Um, and I'm not going to go into details about that, but that's just something that I've had to do. Um, but after all that, and then as soon as I sign the contract, then I have all the deadlines in place of when I need things done and how much of a book needs to be done. And I simply divide up how much I need to write, whether it's a certain word count for a chapter or the introduction or a certain amount of prompts and exercises. I take that full amount and I divide it by the number of days that I need, that I have to write. And then I create a chart in Excel to help me keep track of all of that. Oh, my cat just, one of my cats just popped up. Brie, you can't be here. <laughs> you can't. You can't do that. You can't just be on the desk. Okay. So I was saying I break it up into days and I keep track of it on an Excel sheet. And that way I know if I'm ever getting behind on the amount of days I have left, like I have an automatic formula to calculate that. And I write down how many I did write within a day. And then I just go from there. And if I have any days that I don't write because I am not, I never write every single day. Like that's just, I have to take breaks occasionally. And 
if I do that, I just calculate that whether I did or not. And then it just calculates how many days I need. And then once I submit the full draft, um, sometimes they send back some requests for edits, like as I'm going through it, like the first 50%, I might get that back before I submit the full 100% of the draft. And then about a month later, they will reach out to me and say that they have submitted to the editor and whatnot. And they have edits that they need me to do and then they send it right back any edits that i make they send it back to their editor then they send it back to me for a final approval on my end before they put it to layout and then i get the designed fully like illustrated version in a pdf and then send it back to them if i find anything at this point it usually has to be something small because it's been structurally built out in the design and then go from there and then just start promoting and you know then it gets published so that is the full process when it came to writing these most recent three books and it's not an easy process but it's been a great process and I'm just so grateful for all of it for all of the opportunities that I've had and this next one that's coming out is really special to me because I mean, I'm a self-discovery coach. Self-discovery is something I'm really passionate about. And a lot of this book was actually based off of the form of a basic outline of my blog post, what is self-discovery and why is it important? Like I had sent it to them and used that as a baseline, like, hey, this is the type of content we can talk about. And each section is based off of a section from that blog post. So It means a lot to me and it feels like something that is a lot more me compared to maybe my last one because it was more of a revision of someone else's work. Um, I still appreciate every single book that I've written and the process throughout it because each one has been different in its own way. And yeah, if I maybe at some point I will be able to write my own book. That's not a guided journal. Um, But I don't have plans for that right in this moment because I have other priorities with my coaching and this podcast and stuff like that. And I'm still, like I said, still working my full-time job and I enjoy my full-time job. I do not plan on leaving it anytime soon. So it's just, you know, a balancing act. And right now my priority is my coaching business and my full-time job and my life outside of it. So With that being said, the second part of the question, I just realized this is not actually a mini episode, this specific question, but some of the future Q&A ones might be a little bit shorter than this. Um, But the second part of this question and the last part that I will say is what advice would you give to inspiring authors? And my advice is to just write. Like, honestly, like I didn't go into any of my writing projects with any anticipation for being published like everything that I did like what the actual hell (laughs) like everything I did I just did because it felt good like I was passionate about it so I knew I needed to write I knew I needed to be creative in some way and like granted I don't write as much anymore when it comes to like this business but I express myself creatively through this podcast or on Instagram or through TikTok videos or anything like that like it's a way that I I need to be creative and it's a way that I can express my creativity in a certain way and also by helping people like that is a big piece if I can be creative and help people and take my passion for personal development and self-discovery and help other people feel good about themselves like I know that by doing that, it just like, 
that is just such a good feeling. And that is just, I will know my life. I'm, I'll be content with my life if I'm able to accomplish that. Um, and so if you truly, if you are an aspiring author, whether you either enjoy writing, have the intention of getting published or not, I'm not saying you have to start a blog, but just write, write what you love, write what feels good. It can be something weird. It can be something random. It can be poetry. It can be nonfiction. Like I know some people who have self-published guided journals and it's all possible. Like it's so possible now. It's even more possible than it has been in the past, whether you go the self-published route or not. And I personally know nothing about the self-published route. I give kudos to anyone who's gone that route. Um, because it, I, like I said, I know literally nothing about that, so I can't give you advice on that. Um, but yeah, just, just really follow your intuition and follow you, your creativity because you never know what's going to happen. And whether you do that privately or you do that publicly, or you do create this masterpiece of a book that you feel like needs to be seen by the world, then, you know, simply look online and see what those options are out there you might be able I I mean my boss at work he was able to pitch to a small publishing agency who is also an imprint of Simon & Schuster I believe now that I remember they publish his book um, simply by going straight to the publisher and like pitching it that way without an agent so it's all possible no matter what route you go and to not give up if it's something that you're really passionate about that's not just something that I give as a fellow author that's something that I just think is good to do in life in general like if you are a writer please write your gift was given to you for a reason and whether that's just to write to make you feel good and no one else sees your work that's totally fine if you feel like your work needs to be seen go for it like really do it I'm 28 years old and about to have my fourth book published like what the hell is that like I had I would have no idea but like if you talked to me just a few years ago I would have never thought that that was going to happen but you never know what's going to happen until you try and as long as you're following your intuition and what feels good for you you never know what can happen and the opportunities that might come from doing so so with that being said that is my q a episode for this month if you have any questions whether it's about me whether it's about self-discovery self-confidence people pleasing goal setting um any of that stuff please submit a question to me. And if you send it to me on Instagram at Coach Sarah Catherine, you can simply say, oh, this is something I'd like to submit for the podcast. Or you can just ask me a question and I can answer it there. And I might ask if I can use it in the podcast because I can still give you some tips within that specific question. Like I can answer it for you directly without having to wait for that episode to show up. Also, you can go to my outro is going to say this, but you can submit your question but with a contact form on my website or with an audio. You can upload an audio file if you want to be featured um, at sarahcatherine.com slash badass question. And until then, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day and see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Be Your Own Badass podcast. Love this episode? Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Do you have a question that you'd like answered on the Be Your Own Badass podcast? Go to sarahcatherine.com slash badassquestion to submit your question, get featured on air, and receive specific advice to help you. I can't wait to hear from you. 
Until next time.